This is the Work Minus Podcast, where we talk about what we need to drop from how we work today and transformative ideas to help you build a better workplace. To hear all of our episodes and read articles about how you can improve your workplace, go to workminus.com. Welcome back to Work Minus. Today, our guest is Mark Williams. He's the head of product at People First, and this is Work Minus Computers. Hi, Mark. How are you today? Hi, Neil. I'm good. Thank you. Very excited to have you on the show today. Uh, Why don't you start off telling us about yourself and about People First as well? I run the product teams uh, at People First. Um, I come from a, so I started off from an art and design background, and then I I became a developer. went into research after that so both research in terms of uh, organizational psychology and people and then how um, technology can help or not help uh, and that's kind of my, my route through into where we where i currently am so so people first is effectively a project that was if you start with a blank sheet what are the things about work that you can fix um, and how can we do that in technology and how what are the bits that we can't do in technology so people first is is both an ethos around work and also kind of supporting software for it so you said what are the things about work we can fix what was like the first big problem you guys tried to solve well the the first one is is mostly not to do with any any software it's to do with the kind of employee employer relationship um and and how you um, and to how you can have an alliance between between employees and employers. So, so we don't expect work now to be forever. You know, th- those those kind of jobs have gone. And so, it, you're, you're coming together. So, so the two parties are coming together for a period of time to fulfil a particular thing. And, and so, what what we looked at is whether you could have a kind of alliance agreement um, that is almost just stating up front what your expectations are from both sides uh, so that it sets it up for a kind of adult relationship rather than a kind of old-fashioned parent-child, you know, the kind of um, working relationships we've had since kind of Victorian times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's the key to everything else that goes on top of it because then that, 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 that and making sure that real-world conversations take place are the two key bits to what we do. Oh, there's all sorts of other clever stuff yeah, going sure. on in, in, in the background, but the, but the key to it is a very kind of offline, uh, face-to-face, even if it's remote, conversation that is underpinned by an agreement that, yeah, this is how we expect work to be. Yeah, absolutely. We've had a few guests on the show that have also talked about this dynamic of either a, a parent-child relationship that's kind of set up or even some thing where it's almost like it's me and the equipment that I use. is Employees are just another form of that equipment. So how does it look different if we're actually recognizing, hey, we're working with other humans, we're working with other adults that are, that are just like us. How does that change the nature of how work was and how it should be? A lot of this is to do with kind of empl- uh, agency in terms of uh, the employee themselves, and 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 having a look at work from uh, from a slightly. I think we, t- we tend to kid ourselves that we're, we're going to be together forever, mm. um, and there's no, re- you know, the the reality is that's not the case, and so you've got uh, autonomy. So so it can work in different ways. So so based on these conversations about what your motivations are, you know, we, you can go more aut- autonomous or 
you know, more targeted depending on your personality type. So, so what we try and do is say it's about personalization. So there's, pl there's plenty of things in the consumer world which are personalized, but you don't, it doesn't tend to do it. You know, we still put in boxes when we get through the work door. Right. Whereas if you got, so it's almost like the best boss you've ever had or the best team you've ever been in knows about you as the whole person. And what we're trying to do is scale that out in a human-centric way rather than what I'll be talking about this morning, which is, which is about, you know, the technology being at the center. Of, so, and what we're trying to do is make the people bit of people first really important. Yeah, well, let's get into this. We titled this episode Work Minus Computers. You lead a software company, uh, the head of the product there. And yet we're saying, <laughs> we're saying Work Minus Computers, stop using computers for everything. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not suggesting we all go and live in a forest. Although that might be nice <laughs> for the weekend. But but um, so if we if we go back to the beginning of digitization, you know, we had computers for specific things. You know, so so there was a you know they made numbers easier. They they made writing easier. But somewhere along the line, there was there was a, you know it, we we wanted them to do everything. Probably when you know email came in and and everybody wanted to talk to everybody. But now, the f so, so because there's a plethora of stuff, the focus of work is a screen. Uh, and it's almost uh, the, the software providers don't help because they're very pleased with themselves and, and, want to, and want to show off what they can do. But again, it's all about what's on the screen, not what the human is able to do. So we've gone, for, we've gone from being initially like a, like a pottery wheel, you know, a tool that actually allows the human to do what, they need to do to something where it's all about the technology and actually we're slightly entrapped in it more than slightly entrapped i, I would say most people's work they think work is what the what, what is on the screen rather than anything else that's outside of it well, you know and, and mobiles have helped a bit in terms of yes you can you can carry them with you but then with mobiles we've got a very needy chatty so we, what we've done is taken the consumer root of uh, we need your attention so in terms of um, normal apps on a mobile especially social ones we need your attention because we want to sell the advertising around that but but that's kind of seeping into work software where actually you know i want you to tell me what i've got to do in the lightest way possible and then let me get on with what i need to get on with you know so much more like uh for those who've got assistance, for instance, it's a very light touch what they do. But the point of it is to is to help the, that person go through what they need to do as frictionless as possible and let them and let them get on with it. So, Mark, in your job, let's say that your all the computers at your system at your company crashed and you couldn't use any of them. What would actually happen at your office then? I think it would be hilarious. I'd like to try it out actually and see what they'd do. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, it's almost like well, that that's the end of the day. Yeah, and that's crazy to think about because um, there's so much that is the the human to human interaction that we've taken out, which I'll talk a bit more about, which is actually kind of resistant to automation that we don't do. You know, or, or, or we mediate through through other things. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, my workplace, like like anybody else's, would be uh, would be struggling. Yeah, everyone pack up and go home because there's nothing to do, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so your software does a lot of things within HR, which is one area where it seems like everything is just on this death march towards complete digitization from <laughs> as, as much as possible we're going to fit into there. What's it going to take to kind of ring the bell and say, hey, I think we've gone too far? Well, I think so a lot of what I talk about it is just a healthy skepticism of kind of techno utopia, you know, the, the fact that um, the computers can fix everything. Um, now, I'm not sure, you know, the march, it's a maybe as to whether we can pull it back. Mm. I, I think uh, because we're, we're marketed to and uh, buyers will buy in a business based on, oh, you can save this amount of money, but it never really comes to fruition. We're always based on a promise that doesn't actually come to fruition. Um, and, you know, part of my job is to, in what we're trying to do here, is to uh, actually bring something that, that is human-centric. It's, it's a surprisingly difficult problem, hmm. um, and one that, you know, it isn't nailed at all. What was the original question, Neil? I can't. <laughs> Just what it would take for as an industry. To... Oh yes. Yeah, so, so basically, so don't believe the hype. You know. Yeah. So let's say we do go to, for, through to a kind of complete digitization. There's a problem there too. So so I was at a people analytics conference last year, where we were talking about a kind of homogeny. You know. So if you let AI do your recruitment and you let AI do all the management stuff. That is modelled on a specific type of employee, and you're not going to get any cognitive um, diversity by doing that, which, which ultimately will mean that you've got all the same people thinking all the same way, which won't work, you know, mm. it won't give you the edge that you'll need. Um, so it, it, it's almost like it'll... The whole idea of metrics over experience, you know, so, so experience doesn't matter anymore because we've got the data and how... You know that's just not true yeah and and so almost it, it i think it will blow itself not blow itself out totally but we'll go a full circle where we'll buy into it so far and realize that actually just you know we've, we've we've thrown the baby out of the bathwater, and and the people skills that we desperately need and the experience that we need will come back in yeah i find it very interesting that we've had somebody else come on that talked about people analytics and it seems like the people who are closest to these software and developments are the ones that are actually being the most cautious and being the most skeptical about you like we should use this information <laughs> but don't don't trust it that much like there's a lot more out there well that's right uh, but unfortunately those people aren't the people who are trying to sell it to you yeah and that's why i think what's important for 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 your listeners is that we need to get we need to get a bit more savvy as to and a bit more skeptical as to, to, to how to challenge those things. Let's talk about some specifics. Just within HR, what would you say are some current work problems that are good for computers to handle? And what are some that should like be kept as far away as possible and just say you can't enter this area? I think, I think there's, there's a lot of talent. So, so talent acquisition, as I, as I just talked about. So the whole recruitment based on AI, uh, I think that's very green at the moment and i think there's so many legal and uh, and just a balance of power issues with that mm. i would be incredibly cautious before i before i go down any of those routes i think it's okay as a guide um but really people analytics with ai is is too green to do anything i think 
um, and I would, and, and there'd be a whole lot. So there's a, I've done a talk on YouTube as to if you're going to, you know, if you're being suggested that you do that, there's a whole set of checklists that you need to go through. So I think, I think that's, that's not great. I think, I think there's a, so coming back to kind of employee agency, I, there's a lot that we do, which is about learning about yourself and, and what you want and need which is private to the employer and and resides in a kind of private space i think that's really important you know so the idea as to why why was this a good day why was that a bad day you know so a lot of it's almost like the ultimate devolution of of hr is is the, the you know a lot of the agency goes on the employee again it's, it's not not a parent child if it's an adult to adult then there is an onus on on the worker to say okay and what is it that i can do you know for me outside of this alliance you know and then i'll bring you know we can bring it so i think i think there's so much work it's a bit like fitbit for work you know there is so much scope for more things like that which would be great because it's not exposed i think i think the the bits that are not exposed to the employer don't go through that kind of power relationship. Um, so I think that is a, an area that, that we could do a lot more with. You said earlier that the, that human-to-human relationship is resistant to automation. Can you expound on that a little more? Yeah, so, so there, I think it was an Oxford um, uh, study that they, they, they looked at um, what jobs are most likely to be automated uh, in terms of what skills could uh, uh, could could be done the, the quickest by by current technology uh, and the two ones that were really resistant were kind of face-to-face persuasion you know the, the um, empathy um, and then the other one was just creative thinking i don't mean creative like painting but you know kind of uh, 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 for all of us to be able to think uh, differently so, so they're the two ones which are which are most resistant. What are some things that you would tell someone who's leading a team as they have interactions with their team members? How can they make sure to have extremely human interactions and to really leverage down on on those relationships? Yeah. So, so I think there is a power dynamic at work which you can you know so so. Some of some of them you probably talked about before. So it, so it's kind of being vulnerable yourself creates vulnerability with other people. Um, you know, so it, 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 to be aware of the power dynamic that that you know you, your team members uh, have with you, uh, and that's why you you know you do peer to peer feedback. Um, so that I think that's one way uh, that you that you can kind of get to know them but but it's, yeah. I, I think another crucial one is is who they are outside as i was saying outside of work there's something that we do in in people first where we there are four questions i can't remember what they are, are at the top of my head but it's it's kind of it goes on your profile so what's your favorite movie what, what do you like to do what's your favorite place and these are things that so we were looking for stuff that didn't sound too datary but really do give you an idea of so something very comfortable that everybody can share um, and then they go on your profile and, and you can get more of a rounded person rather than the box that they are currently in at work if that makes sense yeah are there any other guardrails that you've set up at people first to make sure that's that you stay very human in some ways 
Uh, all right. Some of them are very so. A lot, of, a lot of the things we do. So whenever we 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 bring in new functionality, we look at what's the what's the uh, worst thing I could do with this effectively. So so we're not naive mm. about some fantastic workplace where everybody is. You know, all all bosses are great and generous, and you know. So so we think about within this structure. If I you know if I wanted to to exert my power incorrectly over whoever it was, then how can we do that? So, so we look at, so um, th there's a, a regular check-in. So we make sure that these regular conversations are taking place. And when that happens, both parties get sent a message to say, straight after, to say, were you heard? What, what bits, you know, did you, did you think that you were heard? And that is the kind of, you know, to do that manually, takes a long time uh, and to have yeah. that kind of scheduling and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to we're trying to scale up so making the human centricness but scale it in a way that you wouldn't be able to do if you were doing it by hand but you but you, you definitely could do that you know so you could have a manual way of just checking that the employee uh, the worker was heard yeah, no, I, I love that question. What's the worst thing I could do with this feature? I wish all, you know, software providers were thinking about that as they're, they're coming through, because obviously there have been some terrible things that have happened with some features that are probably, you know, seem good at the surface, but can be used for, for bad. I love that question. Yeah, I and mean, I think, you know, it doesn't have to be nefarious by, by the by the software company. You know, sometimes it's just it, 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 they, they couldn't have seen it unless they've actually gone through a kind of thought experiment as to as to what what might happen well good mark why don't you close this out with talking to young young leaders who are out there what are the the essential skills they should use to to make sure that they're they're bringing a lot of humanity into their work okay so so i think um as i talked about before it, 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 so every business will become a software business in some way uh, and, and mm -hmm. I think it's it's really uh, so. There's there's three books that I, I'm going to suggest. Uh, it, it's really getting ourselves uh, savvy enough to have a conversation with IT finance about what concerns we have and why we've got them. Um, so uh, the first one's called uh, "Weapons of Math Destruction." Uh, nice. by, by Kathy O'Neill, which is very accessible. And that, if, if, for, I would say that would be the easiest, the most accessible one. And then the other two are called Tyranny of Metrics by Jerry Muller and Click Here to Fix Everything by Evgeny Morozov. And they're all will give you some uh, the arms to say, hold on a minute, you know, how, have we tested this? Have we tested that? And I, th I think also, so I'll send you the link to a the youtube video that i've got that, that takes the main points out of those uh, but it's really yeah the ability to because hr should be at the heart of everything that happens with people and technology influences way more than anything else um how people are allowed to work then we need to be in those conversations yeah absolutely fantastic well mark it's been great to chat with you where can people go to stay up with your thoughts and with what's going on with people first yeah, so Twitter, it's at FutureLix, F-U-T-U-R-L-I-X. And then you can find me at LinkedIn on my, just under my name. Wonderful. Well, Mark, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate your thoughts. I, I like what you're doing. And uh, thanks for sharing your insights with us. All right. Cheers, Neil. This has been the Work Minus Podcast. If you like what we're doing, go to workminus.com, where you can see the show notes and a full transcript for every episode. 
You can also sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest progressive ideas about how you can build a better workplace. 